Hello angels, welcome back to Love, Sex and Magic with me, your host Mel Wells. Today's episode is a solo one and I'm sharing all of the behind the scenes from, oh my gosh, the book writing journey. (laughs) Wow, like I just finished the first draft for my third book and officially I'm handing it in to my editors on Friday. And in this episode, I'm sharing with you all of the challenges along the creative journey, the lessons, and uh, anything else that I've been learning or found challenging or difficult um, or insightful along this journey of writing my third book. So I'm really excited to share this impromptu, spontaneous episode with you guys, and I hope that you gleam some insights, especially if you want to someday write your own book. All right, let's dig in. It feels like such a big day. (laughs) Just wow. And I just wanted to come on here and celebrate with you guys and talk about it and talk about the challenges and the lessons of the last three years of of writing this book, which I'm just so excited to share with you guys. Oh my God. Yeah. Where to begin? Hi, everyone. Thanks for coming on. I'd love to know if there's anyone listening to this live stream right now that knows that they want to write a book one day. Anyone that knows that they've got a book inside of them and they know that they have this calling inside of them to be an author and write a book. So I felt this call a long, long time ago. And those of you that have been following me for several years, maybe you have read my first two books. The first book that I wrote is a book called The Goddess Revolution. Make peace with food, love your body, and reclaim your life. And that book came out in 2016 and helped a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of women heal their relationships with food um, and transform disordered eating and stop yo-yo dieting. And when I wrote that book, that was the book of my life. That was the book of my life. That was the story of my life and all of the lessons. And then um, the book that I wrote after that was called Hungry for More, which was the book of my life then. Um, And Hungry for More is about facing the spiritual hunger inside all of us and how we can dive deep into what we're truly hungry for on a spiritual level, on a soulful level, rather than turn to overeating, overconsumption, over everything, numbing out, right? And and actually turning within instead. And that was, that came out in 2018. And now here we are. And this book is definitely now, this book is the book of my life now. Um, And it's so funny because I actually got the download for this book in October, 2018. So only like five months after Hungry For More was published. And I got the download for this 
book and I remember exactly where I was. I was at a seminar. Actually, it might have been in Miami. Was it in Miami? Oh no, maybe it was San Diego. I can't remember. But I was in this seat at this seminar and suddenly I just, it's hard to describe, but essentially I was in this just open space and I could feel that something was coming. I could feel like pieces of something coming together, a new vision, a new creative project, idea, concept. And I could feel that it was about to come through. I could feel that it wanted to be birthed through me. I could feel that it wanted to be actualized through me. And often what happens for me in the creative journey is I will receive a title first. A t- the title and the concept will come first before I start writing. And I get that that's different for everyone else. But for me, I find it really hard to start creating until I have like the title and the concept, like, and it comes through really clearly. And so this came through in October, 2018. And I'd only really just recently launched Hungry for More. And I had this like deep knowing inside of me that the book, this book that had now just kind of downloaded into my awareness, I knew that I was not the person to deliver this book yet. Does that make sense? I like, I knew that I was the person to write it, but at the same time, I knew that I had a lot of growing and a lot of becoming to do first. Um, it wasn't a book that was like already in me and I could just like get it out, get it written. Like it's all already in me. It was like, oh no, this is actually a journey that I need to embark on so that then I can embody the lessons so that then I can tell the lessons and write the lessons. And so intuitively, I knew that this was going to be a longer book writing journey because I really had to live a lot of this of this journey first. But in the same time, I knew that it was me that was supposed to write it. I just knew that it was the future me, right? And so I got pregnant with this book and like got the proposal written. And for anyone who doesn't know the... Um, traditional publishing journey, which is the journey that I've taken with all of my books. um, And that is the journey of working with a publishing house, such as Hay House, Penguin, Random House, right? These publishers. So the journey of getting your book, getting like a book deal, is you actually write a proposal for the book before you start writing the book. So you start writing this proposal. And basically, this proposal is a pitch for the idea of the book and you send it to your publisher and you say this is the idea this is the book this is the pitch this is why it's needed in the world right now this is why I'm the right person to write it blah 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 and then you basically get the go-ahead and the contract from them that says okay go and write (laughs) go ahead and go off and do your thing and write And so um, I got my proposal together and and got the actual deal come through at the end of 
2018. So this has been a really long journey and I wanted to share some of the lessons around the book writing journey because I think for anyone who is an entrepreneur or a coach, and I know there's plenty of you watching this, coaches, healers, leaders, business owners, I think the biggest challenge in writing a book is actually having, you've got to get so good and so strong at boundaries because writing a book is a big task and it takes a lot of your time and a lot of your headspace, right? So if you are also running all these different programs, managing a team, coaching clients, like there's a lot that we all do if we're in this if we're in this industry and being able to really dedicate time to writing is something that requires a lot of strength because there's so many other shiny things, right? You could do a launch and make more money and you can sign up new clients and you can get people like fast results and it like feels really amazing and you get it like more validation or you can just create loads of content on Instagram and get, you know, there's so many things in today's world that distract us from really important things. And For me, writing a book is a really important thing in my life, right? And it's not even really about like a book um, that I write and needing to be bestseller status, right? I don't think, I don't have a dream of being the best author in the world or anything like that. I just know that my soul feels really alive and really nourished when I write books, (laughs) So this is my third book. It's not going to be my last book. It's not my first book. It's not going to be my last one. There'll be many more. And this is how my inner child loves to express. I love writing. I really love telling stories. I really love writing. And so for me, it's been like a discipline of like honoring that and being able to say no to other things that have um that have easily that have presented themselves as great opportunities for me, right? So, um, just as a, an example, I've said no to pretty much every podcast this entire year except for one, right? And you guys probably heard that podcast. It was with my friend Nikki Clinch, and I ended up publishing it on my podcast too. So, I have said no to like literally every single interview, and I don't. <laughs> many of you aren't going to kind of grasp what that looks like but we get a lot of requests for like podcast interviews and every podcast interview is like an hour right so I've said no to literally all of the things collaborations different programs that were going to be launched this year and what was also really interesting for me to notice was how as my deadline crept closer there were different things that I that my ego tried to do to sabotage me meeting my deadline. I don't know how you guys do with deadlines, but um, I usually push things right to the last minute. And this is the one project that I actually didn't do that um, because of the 
solid writing boundaries that I had to make with myself and with my team. But what I did notice was as my deadline kept, came closer, my deadline is this Saturday, um, I realized that I was doing things like booking myself onto retreats. Like I booked myself onto this retreat that was supposed to be this week. Why would I do that? It would look like an amazing retreat, like in Mount Shasta in California. And it's like this embodied feminine retreat and all of my friends were going and I was like, this looks amazing. I booked onto it and then I was like, interesting, Mel, that you're booking onto a retreat the week of your book deadline. Are you crazy? (laughs) Are you trying to sabotage yourself? And so I had to pull out of the trip. This is just one example, right? There's there's more. Trust me, there's so many things that kind of came in that I wanted to say yes to, uh, that I did say yes to and then realized, oh crap, this is me just sabotaging again, right? So what I'm saying is like the real soul work, it, it actually requires a lot of discipline for you to stick to because there's going to be resistance. There's going to be distractions. There's going to be other things that um, take you off path because it's actually so scary to do your soul work. It's actually so scary to do the work that your soul wants to do the most. Yeah. So, you know, I think one piece of advice that I can give to aspiring authors is to really embrace the creative journey as a messy journey, right? It is a roller coaster. It is messy. It is not going to be perfect. There is really no room for perfectionism in the writing journey at all. Um, you know, if you're trying to be a perfectionist, it's going to take you way like 10 times longer. Um, you've really got to allow your creative energy to flow. Um, and I, I try not to just like bash out words for the sake of it. I try to only write when I am in that flow. But one thing for sure is that it takes a while to get into that flow sometimes. You know, sometimes you are literally there for ages and you just feel blocked and there's no, nothing is flowing. And you're like, oh my God, like, why is this not coming today? Yeah. So you really got to embrace that. And I think a lot of people want to write a book or they say they want to write a book. Um, but they actually, the truth is that they want to have a book, not actually write the book. And for me, like the writing process is so cathartic and so enjoyable and so soulful that I, I really love the writing process. And I actually really love the promote the actual launch process as well, because next year I'm going to be in launch mode for the book, which means instead of writing it, I'm going to be talking about it all the time and promoting it and trying to get you guys to buy a copy and read it. Um, so that's also really exciting. Um, but the thing is about like the book writing journey is it doesn't give you that like instant, uh, validation, like, um, I don't know, I guess like writing, I, I, so there's like a few things. So like, imagine like writing an Instagram post and getting like loads of likes and comments. It kind of gives you that like boost of validation. Or if you, if you put a program out there, you sell a package or something like that, you get paid straight away. So it gives you something back straight away. Book writing is very different, right? Because it's a long journey and it's also not a journey if you just, if you want to just make tons of money off books. 
you know, out of everything in my business, um, books have brought the least amount of income into my business. When you compare them to things like membership programs, masterminds, retreats, right? The book is like $10, right? But what I love about the book is that it has the biggest impact. Yeah, it reaches the most people because it's so cheap and easy for people to pick up from Amazon. Um, And so that's why I, I love it because it's like such a organic and natural and amazing way to um, make an impact in the world and share your message with the world. So boundaries and time management are essential. The other thing is that the book that you think that you're going to write is probably going to change because the book actually transports you (laughs) and takes you on a journey through a portal of growth and embodiment and best believe that everything that you want to write about in the book, you are going to have to live. Life is going to find a way to present you with the lessons that you're writing about so that you are really embodied in being the person that delivers this book. So interesting, right? I was meant to deliver this book in April. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. The Oh my God, the perfection of this. It's actually too funny. Um, I was meant to deliver this book in April, right? And um, <laughs> there's a chapter in my book called Death. It's like the death chapter, right? Death and rebirth comes next. But the death chapter, I was looking at this chapter and I was like, this chapter's lacking. Why is this chapter lacking? Yeah, this chapter is like not as strong as the others. Like I can't like, what is going on with this? Like this doesn't feel ready to submit. And then literally like three weeks before I was meant to submit the book, um, I went through the biggest death portal, the biggest ego death, the biggest... (laughs) death and rebirth of my life because I went through such a huge um, and unexpected breakup that felt like a death. And so I was like, oh my God, how crazy is that, right? And so I asked my editors if I could have an extra six months um, because obviously if I'm going to go through a death portal and a rebirth (laughs) portal, (laughs) clearly that's meant to go in the book, right? Um, so yeah, that is interesting. Don't expect you to not have to fully live out everything that you are writing about because you are going to, um, you're going to, by the end, by the time you finish writing, you will have changed as a person. Yeah. It's kind of like having a mentor. Um, you're kind of writing as your higher self, I guess. Yeah, it's so, it's such an interesting journey. Um, Yeah, the other thing that I want to share with you guys is a lot of the writing journey is actually about organization. I know, it's so unsexy, right? But um, I think a lot of people think that like the writing is just so, oh, I'm just going to write my soul and just whenever I feel inspired, I'm going to go to the countryside, I'm just going to... And um, it's just going to flow out of me effortlessly. And it is not 
really all about that, right? Um, there's actually a lot of organizing. You need to have a really solid, organized structure um, to the book. You need to have a solid outline. And these things are so important because it helps you know what the map is for the book. It helps you know what you're writing next and and helps you create a bit of a schedule, right? Because if you're just writing and it's just, you're just writing and it's just chaotic, no order, no structure, what happens is when you come to look at it later, when you come to organize it, you may as well just rewrite it, right? Because there's going to be so much all over the place, so much repeating itself. And you're going to probably end up scrapping a lot of stuff. And this is a lesson that I learned with my first book because I did that too. Um, yeah. So what else? What else? What else? Do I have any other lessons right now? Um Oh, I guess like another thing that I wanted to share was I took this this idea for the book. I took it for a spin on stage. I got invited to speak on stage at a company called Arbon in 2019. And I got invited to be their keynote speaker at the NEC in Birmingham. Anyone here? Anyone here that's uh, that was there? I just saw some hearts. Um, Woohoo. Yeah, I love that speaking gig so much. It's honestly like one of the f- most favorite speaking events that I've ever done. So, uh, the energy in that room was amazing, right? And um, I decided on that stage to basically take this book idea for a spin. Oh, Victoria, yay! Yes! Oh my God, that was such a good day oh, live events, bring them back. Like, I can't wait to bring my live events back. Oh my God, you guys, seriously, so much joy, so much joy. Um, But yeah, that event, Victoria, exactly the fistics I remember now, that event was the first time that I actually took this book and talked about it and put it on stage. And um, it was such a, such a huge success. Everyone loved the concepts and what I was sharing so much that I was like, all right, here we go. This is the book. So yeah, I just wanted to come on and celebrate, celebrate with you guys, my community. And I'm just so excited to get this out into the world. It's been such a long time coming and I'm actually really going to miss it. Like I have to hand this book in now to my editors at Hay House and then I think they keep a hold of it until next year. And then next year they send it back to me with all of their edits. And then I start editing. And that's when I'm going to really go through it like line by line and tweak it and, you know, make it the best that it can possibly be. Um, so, yeah, what a journey. It literally feels like a three-year pregnancy. And um it's not ready to be birthed into the world just yet, but next year it will be. And yeah, I just have to share this with you guys because it's just been such a big part of my life and and is going to be such a big part of my life for the next year and probably forever. So um, yeah, just want to say thank you so much for all of your support. And um, yeah, if I've got any people on right now who are dreaming about becoming an author writing books that get to the top of the charts on Amazon. You know, God, I remember going to New York and like walking into Barnes and Nobles and 
seeing my books on the shelves in Barnes and Nobles, like, oh my God, it's the best feeling ever. It's the best feeling. Um, Actually, you know, one of the best feelings is like actual launch day when everyone is receiving your book in the mail and they're just like tagging you and reading it and telling you how much, like how, how much they love the writing and what's in there. And oh my God, mm, so good. I used to actually mentor authors. Like um, I used to do like one-on-one mentorship for book for book authors, for, for new authors, right? For one of the authors to help them write their book proposal, get it out there, pitch it, all the rest of it. And it actually brought me so much joy. Um, and I don't do one-on-one for that anymore. But what I do offer is support for wannabe authors inside my mastermind, The Queendom, which is all about female leadership, entrepreneurship, online business, Um, but I'm also, you know, really passionate about helping people get their books into the world, launch their podcast, grow their community, all of these things, uh, which I just geek out on so much. So, um, I don't really have a call to action on this live stream. I just wanted to come on and share some lessons, but the, uh, I guess the call to action, if there would be one is if you do want to be an author and you want my mentorship on that, the best place to be is inside my mastermind, the queendom, which is full of coaches and healers and speakers and authors and uh, people with personal brands who are looking to really make a big impact in the world. So that's really now where I mentor people um, rather than one-on-one. So yes, thank you everyone for joining. I hope this provided some joy or some light or some insight in your life. I appreciate you all so much and thank you for all of your support on this. I can't wait to get this baby out into the world soon. Have a beautiful day. All right, loves, I hope you liked and enjoyed this episode. If you did, please do share it on the gram, tag me in your stories, let me know if you enjoyed it. And if you are interested in joining my mastermind for conscious female leadership, also known as The Queendom. I love this mastermind so much. We are now officially open for application for January 2022. So this is my 12-month container for female entrepreneurs who want to step into real, true leadership of their vision and their mission in this world. So this is a very intimate container. There are only 25 spots available. Um, It's application only. And this is really for you if you're already an established entrepreneur or coach. Um, It's not an entry level business program. So it is an investment. It's a very high level um, and a very intimate uh, group that you'll be with in with me for an entire year. So if this really calls you and you really want to um, have me as your mentor next year and be in an amazing group full of queens, then go to melwells.com slash queendom to apply for the mastermind. All right, my loves, I'll see you on our next episode of Love, Sex and Magic.